Kelly Clarkson from American Idol last night where she guest judged and performed. And we're going to talk more about her performance, her breakdown, our breakdown, Keith's breakdown, everybody's breakdown last night on it's an just, emotional. It, oh. was, it was, it was absolutely incredible. You know, she writes this song about her dad that bailed out on her, you know, at the age of six. But the twist is that how, how beautiful, the lyric is because it was her husband's love and dedication to her and, and watching Put him that inspired her to write this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's just, it's so heartwarming. And it really, I mean, it's, it's on our CNN website. It's in one of the top stories. I mean, you know, uh, Kelly Clarkson brings everyone, including herself, to tears with idle performance. So we're going to talk about that. Also, hey. Don't worry if you drink too much booze. All you got to do is drink more coffee and you're good to go. <laughs> I'm, I'm on my second cup. Oh, thir- actually, this is my third clip now. So that should make up for the three bottles of wine last night. Right, Kira? That's what you're saying? Also, <laughs> Yes, you're in good shape. We'll talk about that new study. <laughs> also, Cheryl Teagues is in hot water for an interview she gave Eve regarding Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition's new cover with Ashley, the full-figured model on it. So we will get into that. You have a couple of great stories, she says, too. She says no full-figured models. She says no full-figured models should be on the cover. Is that right? No, I'll play the audio. But she's in hot water oh, okay. on Twitter, my friend. She is in hot, hot oh, water. Okay. Also, we have some audio of Monty <laughs> Williams. He's a basketball, Oklahoma City's assistant basketball coach. It is some, talk about moving uh, audio this week. His the the eulogy he delivers at his wife's funeral is how all of us should feel when we lose somebody we love. It's really it's amazing. And then Kira, what a terrible segue. But ever wondered where those powdered wigs came from? Well, we'll tell you. <laughs> tell you why <laughs> those men wore those powdered wigs. It's really disgusting. Just so you know. Basically, we have Just a twist to every story today. Everything, everything. Everything's got a twist. So what do we do? Let's get this party started. Kira was trying to give me some advice, but now she has a banana stuck to her arm because her kid won't stop throwing. Mom Squad. We are the moms of the Mom Squad. It is Christine. I'm so graceful about telling my poor 10-year-old that he's got things crawling in his head. That's not traumatic. <laughs> 
and Kara. I wake up in the morning, gnarly morning breath. My husband, Daisy's. Mom squad. If you're a mom, if you're a parent, if you just like to know what working women are talking about on a daily basis. Mom squad. Mom squad. Yes, welcome to the Mom Squad show. We are the moms of the Mom Squad. I'm Christine. And I'm Kira. Check it out. Or check us out. Well, you, you can download us, obviously, on iHeart, iTunes, and TuneIn. But check out our website, too, Mom Shod, Mom Show. Mom We're Squad all emotional show. here. We can't. Holy moly. Seriously, I think that's what it is. I I know. I'm thinking thinking about my own issues, my own drama growing up. And boy, does Kelly Clarkson performance just got everybody, the whole country talking. I know it's, and that's what a great artist can do. I mean, I, I was, I was crying. I was Keith Urban watching this thing. I turned into a big pile of mush because every, so we're talking, of course, about American Idol, Kelly Clarkson, they're down to the top 10. We can get, we can, we'll get to more on that, but she guest judged and she performed that song, her song piece by piece. And let's get to the part where she breaks down. But Kira, every word of that song, you're I, hanging on every word. Yes. You're thank hanging you. on every, every single she, lyric it was a story it was like her story that and it was riveting to watch and to to, it was the whole so she starts to break down a little bit and she is about seven weeks away from delivering just she blamed it on hormones yeah (laughs) here we go through it and she she, uh, she busts I mean yeah it, uh. it is just and of course like you said she's she wrote this song when she was pregnant with their she's pregnant with their son now their daughter and it was for her husband who like you said is the exact opposite of her dad and how wonderful he is and that he helped put her back together and how blessed she feels for her, their children that he'll never walk away. It was so, oh my gosh. And then, um, I love yeah. Secret too. And so then Keith Urban's crying. Oh my gosh. He was literally tears and JLo looked like she's going to bust at any moment. And it was just so emotional. And then Ryan goes up and talks to her. And here, let's hear a little bit. That you exude always, but especially in that important song. It's and just incredible. Pregnant and it's nostalgic, and I can't believe it's the last season. And yeah, really sorry, I just falls. No. I think that's you know, she, she she talked about you know writing that the title track piece by piece and she said I had my daughter River Rose and even from holding her that very first day I was like how could anyone walk away from that and right. then I started thinking about my husband 
Her husband's Brandon uh, Blackstock, Rita McIntyre's stepson, and he is such a great father. He's not an audience guy. He's on stage doing the work with me. He changes diapers. He stays up, and I've had a late night. He'll wake up with her in the morning. We're definitely partners, and I feel so lucky. So, you know, watching her husband, looking at her baby girl, thinking about Mm. her dad bailing out on her at the age of six, um, you know, that's what makes a great lyric. That's what makes a great song is Mm -hmm. when you have that kind of real life emotion to put into it and boy that performance she's just so genuine and down to earth i just love her i think she's terrific Mm -hmm. oh i do too i do too i just and i love that both her and carrie underwood they're not you know they don't talk down about american idol they really appreciate what american idol did for them you know what i mean they always come back they always talk about it i mean i just think that's really great you should never forget who helped you get where you, you know, you're going. And I, I know she's just, she's just wonderful. And so I love that she thinks it's nostalgic, just like we do, that this is the final season of American Idol. But what, um, so the top 10 has been revealed. And two nights ago, the judges, Jennifer Lopez, Keith Urban, and Harry Connick Jr. revealed that they were selecting four people that they definitely wanted in the top ten and weren't going to uh, have to perform. And so that was Dalton, Rapitoni, Olivia Rocks, Trent Harmon, and LaPortia. Our girl LaPortia, Renee, made it through. Boy. So she's in the top ten. She's amazing. I know. Was she sang the Rihanna song? Oh. Then, and Kelly Clarkson, Kelly Clarkson was great. She said, you know what? You're going to win. I love all y'all. Y'all are great, <laughs> but LaPorsche's going to win. <laughs> I, I don't know how. I mean, unless, you know, all the, the 15, 14, 15, and 16-year-old girls out there are going to clog the lines for Mackenzie Borg. Yeah, LaPorsche is going to win. I mean, that's the only other way it's not going to happen because they're all extremely talented, but she, it's crazy. She is unreal. Yeah, she's, she's, uh, she's pretty. So if you're not watching American Idol, stay tuned in. We'll bring you up to date because we love music and we love American Idol because it's about the underdog, the unknown, uh, hitting it big. And I just, I love those kind of stories. America loves those kind of stories. That's what makes American Idol so cool. I was sorry to see our girl that lives off the grid, Geneve Rose Mitchell, not make the top ten. Oh, I, I loved know. her. Yeah, um, the one that lives with, out with no electricity. And nothing. She just was so down to earth and real and creative. And yeah, I was bummed about that too. Yeah, and Harry Connick uh, Jr. said the the night before when he was giving feedback, he goes, I really hope America gets you because I don't know that they're quite caught up with how gifted you are because you're different. And he goes, I really hope that they see past that. And then also I'm surprised Jen, you know, the girl with the really, the white hair that did Cindy Lauper. She didn't make it either. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not surprised about that because she was, I think she was a little too squeaky for America. Oh, really? It's too squeaky, like, in yeah. her voice or squeaky clean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little too squeaky. <laughs> you go, girl. Uh, so that's American Idol. We'll post, of course, this Kelly Clarkson video. If you haven't seen it, well, it's everywhere, but we'll post it on momsquadshow.com. Please also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and all the stories we talk about are up there as well. Well, sticking with entertainment, Kira, Cheryl Teagues is in hot, 
hot water, my friend. She was interviewed by E! News on a red carpet about the new cover of the uh, Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. And do you want to hear what she has to say? Because I've got the audio. And well, I will also well, let you know the hot water that she's in at this point. Yes, your question. Well, first, first let's, let's, yeah, first let's, let's tell folks about the cover of Sports Illustrated 2016. Ashley okay. Graham, and who is a supermodel, a full-figured supermodel, she's 28 years old, is the first full-figured model to be on the cover, and that's what she's asked about. She, she, they're, they're, you'll hear the, in the audio, they ask her what she thinks about the cover of Sports Illustrated. And let's just point out, she's, she's beautiful, and oh, yeah. it was a bold move for Sports Illustrated um, that usually just puts these, you know, size zero uh, models on the front, and everybody oohs and ahs and, and, drools. and drools, and makes every other, you know, woman feel uh, completely unworthy because, you know, for look, I know, I know the swimsuit is issue is a is a tradition but can it's i like, tell you it, it doesn't it doesn't like, really make women feel great about themselves you know unless you're starving yourself yeah, and no. you know eating your your popcorn and drinking water and uh you know really? exercising yeah six hours a day okay here we go here's the so anyway the ashley graham Ashley Graham is size 14. She's gorgeous, and and I and she, you know, and she looks healthy. There you go. She's stunning. She's yeah. So here you go. Here's here's the red carpet with Cheryl Teagues. The fact that we're actually stepping outside of our comfort zones of what we know is like the model figure, and we're actually using full figured women and making that a thing now. Actually, I don't like it that we're uh, talking about full figured women because. It's glamorizing them, and your waist should be smaller than 35. You know, that, you heard it. That's what Dr. Oz said, and I'm sticking to it. No, I don't think it's healthy. Right. Her face is beautiful. Beautiful. But I, I don't think it's healthy in the long run. All right, so that's Cheryl Teague saying. Okay, first the, of all, I know, first of I know. Doesn't yeah. Cheryl Teague sound a little uh, blah, 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 blah? Is that just She's me, had, or is that just the way that the no, uh, audio is coming across? Her mouth, too much plastic surgery. I think she just had Botox because she could not move. Kira, it's not, it's not the audio. I'm not saying we've got great audio, oh, yeah. Kira. No. They, <laughs> you they, know they, what? They, she they, she they, looks they, healthy. Kira, uh, no, I don't think it's a good idea. Meanwhile, I'm going to inject myself with poison, but my waist <laughs> is 35. <laughs> Listen. Oh, my God. I agree. I mean, seriously. He's very Come good on. at what he does. Hey, but by the, way, by the way, Cheryl Teagues, according to Ashley Graham's website, yes, she is a size 14. Her waist is 30 inches, so she's five under Dr. Oz, and what you say is the is is a healthy place to be. So she is extremely healthy, Cheryl Tiggs. Well, people were also not very happy with Cheryl. Of course, they weren't making fun of her Botox, but they went on Twitter to let her know how unhappy they were. And so she had to clarify. But here's some of the tweets she got. At Cheryl Teagues, body shaming. 
what you did worsens eating disorders and other issues linked to body image. If you care so much about quote-unquote health of anyone, you need to realize that you are not their doctor and have absolutely no business giving them medical advice. That's only one person's response and so she of course there were a lot of others uh i'm so disappointed in you ashley is beautiful and healthy woman just because she's not a stick figure does not mean she's obese so cheryl teeks took to her twitter and said to clarify regarding body weight being anorexic slash bulimic slash overweight all connected to health problems i want all to be as healthy as they can so i it yeah. yeah, I, I got to say, on, on this, I'm, I'm pretty bummed out that she said yep. what she did because I, I think that, um, I think that you can be a, a plus size person and be healthy. I, I disagree. I mean, there can. are more, there are more unhealthy skinny models in this world. I mean, how many times Way have more. we t- covered stories about, you know, drug addiction and starving themselves and anorexic and bulimic and, 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 you know, anxiety issues. And, oh my gosh, I mean, that, that's been the, that's been like the major problem in the modeling industry is the fact that they, they don't eat right and that they're not healthy. And then for her to come out and say that, I guess, you know, I guess I'm not surprised, right? Because, I mean, she was in that world. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. How did she keep skinny? Exactly what you probably are saying. Not not probably being very healthy. I don't know. I have no idea. She could have been one of those healthy people that eats everything right and very little of it. But have you seen the Ashley's photo, the cover? She's she's gorgeous. Stunning. Her boobs are huge. They are (laughs) everywhere. She's got like... She she's got the gorgeous J Lo booty. Yes. That's what she's got going on. I just want to go. Yeah, which is it, absolutely fantastic. It is unbelievable. And I've seen her not, you know, doing appearances and stuff. She, she doesn't have cellular. She is healthy. They, she is very healthy and in shape. It, and just because she wasn't born uh, with the, you know, a, what is it, a shell or what? what is it? Our body, what's the word I'm looking oh, for? a tiny skeletal structure. Yes, structure <laughs> of a size two does not mean that girl does not have it going on. Because let me tell you what, so she's a knockout. And the other ones, why do they even call it a swimsuit issue? That Heidi girl has no shirt on. She's covering her little hands over her <laughs> boobies with barely any bikini bottom on. That is not a swimsuit. I don't see no swimsuit. I don't see no swimsuit. And the other one was body painted. That ain't no swimsuit either. Can you imagine if you and I, can you, can you imagine if you and I rolled up on the beach and I say rolled up because our little whale, whale of a self, uh, in body painted bathing suits? We should do that. We should just body paint bathing suit ourselves and walk down the beach and just, you know, see what happens and see what people do and what they say. We need to be in like a nudist colony in order for that for us to actually look good at all. We need to be in one Honey, of those we places. Would, we would scare every we'd scare everybody at a nudist colony. But see, here's the beauty of of body painting, you know, bathing suit yeah. is that you could totally turn like the dimples of your cottage cheese and your <laughs> you know your muffin like top 
Like into like some sort of artistic, you know, thing going on. So actually, we'd probably look really good. Hell, I'd paint my whole body, head to toe. My my muffin top is turned into leopard. There you go, baby. Yeah, that's a good idea. All right. So All right. So here so you go. Uh, I've got good news for you. Thank gosh, I need it. Dr- drinking more coffee is going to lessen liver damage caused by booze. All right. So tell me how this works because, uh, and I'll be drinking coffee yeah. while I listen to you. Here we go. Yeah. So here, here's the deal. <laughs> Where's my wine, people? Can I hold both that morning, coffee, wine, coffee? It, 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 it's that morning. It's that morning that Christine has had, you know, a few too many cocktails or glass of wine. And so, what do you do? You wake up in the morning and you just have a little extra coffee uh, for your liver's sake, not just, you know, to get your mind uh, going in the right direction. But hey, apparently, drinking two more cups of coffee each day may dramatically lessen the odds of the liver damage caused by excessive. Alcohol. Here's what researchers found. There was an the analysis of ever. nine studies. <laughs> nine Cheryl Teagues. Right, we're, not, we're not just talking one study. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Cheryl Teague. Let, you know, listen up here, sister. Uh, you know, you, you know how you, you know people drink coffee to be skinny. You know how models smoke cigarettes and drink coffee. You know yeah. because it's supposed to like curb your appetite. So yep. here you go. It'll work well. Um, All right, so nine studies were done, and there were about 430,000 participants linked to drinking two extra cups of coffee each day to a 44% reduced risk of liver cirrhosis. That's um, huge. As you know, it's a disease caused by heavy drinking. We know that, all right? So, and and here's the sad thing. I mean, according to uh, this doctor, uh, in Southampton University, he also was co-author of this study. He said that more than a million people die every year from cirrhosis yeah, of the liver. Yeah, I more saw that. More than a million people. I had no idea. Now, it can't, you can get cirrhosis from other things, but the great majority get it from abusing well, immune, alcohol and immune drugs. Well, immune disease, yeah. like your friend. Your mm-hmm. friend uh, has the immune disease, and, and that can cause it. Also, hepatitis. Hepatitis mm-hmm. kills anything, your liver. It, it makes um, your liver work overtime to to help clean yes. your body out. So if you're doing drugs, all everything you put on, like I stopped to think about, like if you wear lotion or whatever, all that's got to go somewhere. It's all processed, and it's through that that poor little liver. And so we're not doing it any favors by adding uh, alcohol on top of it. But this is good news, Kira. This is very good news. Well, but there's critics out there, too. This um, this nutritionist at New York University, um, which, of course, the Langone Medical Center is amazing. But Samantha Heller is a nutritionist there, and she actually told, told Reuters, this is her quote, a few cups of coffee a day cannot undo the systematic damage of excessive boozing. So, I mean, point well made. If you're boozing mm-hmm. it up all day and all night and you God, think, could you, imagine? you know, increasing your coffee is going to help that. It's not. You know, if you're an alcoholic and you've got a problem, you need to seek help and do it the right way and stop drinking. But So I think that this is for, you know, folks that aren't totally, you know, guzzling down 
two bottles of bourbon. Can you, know what I'm you saying? reverse? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. It, it, God, two bottles of bourbon. That would just, that, I don't even know if they can flush that out. But the I guess thought of that a, actually makes me sick. It yeah. makes you want to throw up. Can you reverse liver damage? I know we're not doctors here, but that just made me think about it. So if you if you got it from something like drinking, if you stop drinking, not like my friend who has it from a autoimmune because they, they, there's nothing they can do for her. They're trying. But if you stop drinking, what is – I wonder what that is. You know what? Hold on a second because I, <clears throat> I know this. I know this. Um, yeah, Actually, yes – Yes, you you can. Oh, I just found something, too. The liver is our largest internal organ, and it has 500 different roles. Oh, my poor liver. One of the liver's most important functions is to break down food and for convert it into energy when you need it. Your liver also helps your body get rid of waste products and plays a vital role in fighting infection, particularly in the bowel. And yet when your liver is damaged, you generally won't know it until things get serious. Oh, wow. Ooh. Yeah, hold on, because there was I found a really great article uh, that talks about how resilient your liver is, that that's the beautiful thing about your liver is that you can – it regenerates. Hold on, let me find that article. It's really good. John and I were talking about this yeah, the other it day. Yeah, um, in fact, the level of drinking is a major cause of 25% of increase in deaths from liver disease in England, it says, over the last decade. They said 1 in 10 – of the deaths of people, and they're starting to get younger, were in their 40s, died of liver disease. One in 10. Oh, okay, here we go. So here's the deal. If you if you look online and you look at a lot of the respected you know medical articles uh, and research that's been done, here here's the great thing. Your liver is a remarkable organ. Okay, I mean there it it really it it can repair itself uh, very well, but it can only repair itself so many times. I mean after a while, you know your liver is not going to be able to continue to repair itself and it's going to turn into scar tissue, and then you're in trouble. So um, if you are an alcoholic and you continue to abuse alcohol, then there's going to come a point where your liver is just toast. However, um, there, there are many stories about liver you know, regeneration um, that it's, it's simpler than you may have you know, previously thought. You know, there's good news on that front. So, I mean, there's this professor at, at Harvard Medical School, and he's been quoted. He's done a number of studies on, on the liver, and he talks about how the, the liver is one of the few organs in the body that can regenerate from as little as 25% of its tissue. And he said it's not known how the liver actually does it, um, but results from studies that he's done have provided some details of, of what makes the liver so unique. Mm. There's something here that says, the good news, your liver will start shedding the excess fat. The, the first stage of liver failure is fatty liver. It will start shedding the excess fat if you stop drinking for two weeks and don't exceed with the guidelines for lower risk after that. If you don't change your drinking pattern, the bad news is that fatty liver is the first stage of liver disease. So you can start shedding that fatty liver if you do stop and then follow these low-risk guidelines. Okay, let's see what these are. What are the, what are the low-risk guidelines? This is what it looks like. Six pints of beer is 4%. Six glasses of wine is 
13%. So we give this weak guideline. Unit guidelines are the same for men and women, and both are advised not to drink regularly more than 14 units per week. So this is what 14 units looks like, six pints of beer and six glasses of wine. So a, a Monday through Sunday calendar, they give you two beers on a Tuesday, two glasses of wine on a Friday, and two beers on a Sunday. There you go. That's 14 units. That's it? That's all you can drink? Yeah, that's not a lot, is it? <laughs> yeah. I don't They have a test here. Are you drinking too much? I don't think we should take that. I don't think that that's a good idea at all. <laughs> I tell you what, why don't we go ahead ahead and post it? We'll post it on our website. We will let all of you take the test and let us know how it goes. We'll secretly take it offline, Kira, just you and me. Uh, But they do this. They do it by popular drinks here, and then it calculates it for you and lets you know. It's actually a good idea. I will post this to see if you're at risk or not. And again, this is in the UK, not the United States. So you, you UK people okay. out there are ahead of head of the game with uh, helping with fatty liver. So thank you for all your research. We got lots of listeners over there <laughs> across the pond. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, we love our in... listeners across the pond. Speaking of across the pond, Kira, you found the. But where did you find this website where they came up with the wig story? Is this something you and the kids look at? That's what I was imagining. Was you know so- what? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I come across this stuff. Maybe it's because I'm always reading, and that links you from one thing to another, oh, and know, yeah. various things you know catch my interest. But I just the fa- I just thought the fact that a wig and a uh, venereal disease had a connection it was quite fascinating. <laughs> Immediately, I'm thinking, "Woo! Glad I never wore a wig." I yeah. That's... <laughs> so here. Here you go. And also, they give you a very fun fact at the end, which I didn't know either. So here you go. Uh, here's the audio from the wig story. We'll post this as well. Wigs, also known as perukes, were all the rage in the 1700s. They were the hot item for aristocratic men. But it wasn't a stylistic choice. Rather, men mostly wore the wigs because of syphilis. Ew. Which king was it? It okay. was Louis XIV. There's a big difference. 
All right, big difference between the chic hair piece, you know, from that time, okay, uh, and what Beyonce wears, okay? Big difference. Yeah, here, I don't think okay? Beyonce's covered up syphilis. We have antibiotics for that now. But back in the day, uh, if your no, man was wearing no. a wig, <laughs> what's Ooh, you did not want to get freaky with him. Let me tell you. Gross. You Open sores under a wig. Like, imagine oh. that heat and, oh, God. Oh. Oh. How, how about the lavender to hide the smells? I think I'm going to be sick. I really I really am. I'm so grossed out right now. <laughs> it's like a little history lesson here on the Mom Squad Show. You're welcome. That's right. <laughs> I, you know, I always thought they wore those wigs because they thought it looked so prestigious and, and you know, and, and, uh, what's, and royal. Right. But <laughs> don't they behold, still in court? Don't the court still wear them? Oh, no. yeah. In some, yeah. In some countries. You know, no, no. They do. Yeah. And, ooh. Now it's you kind of wonder. Well, now, well, now we've What's got antibiotics. For, you know, what you do, but you can see that now they're all like, yeah, I'm just throwing this on because, like, judges wear robes. It's a symbol. But, yeah, because you can see their hair. It's like they willy-nilly it now. They don't even really try. It's like half off and, like, all skewed to the side and looked on <laughs> And the more and, they scream and get upset, yeah, you know, it completely twist, goes, yeah. you know, awry. <laughs> oh, yeah. But thank goodness oh, yeah. for, and thank you, penicillin. That's all I have to say. We, we, we appreciate it. Oh, it is so. Well, that wraps up a lovely show yummy, today. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Go drink some coffee. Everything will be posted. <laughs> our website momsquadshow.com what should we go out with i love the way the guy says and the black death thank you oh wait what what is the song isn't there a madonna song about is there a good song about hair or hair there's gotta be a hair song yeah oh we could do we could do we could do this theme song from the broadway show hair Songs about wigs. Let me just look that up. Oh, okay. There we go. That's even better. We always find fun things with that. Oh, there's something called actually, the wig song. <laughs> okay, that's perfect. God, I'm afraid to see what this is. Okay, looks like the beat that that one's joke. Oh. oh my god. <laughs> That's hilarious. But it's a B-52's music video? I don't know. So hopefully I can bleep out any cursing, but this does not look right. Here we go. wrong with these people <laughs> oh my god it is the b-52s Make sure you follow us on Facebook and Twitter through momsquadshow.com. We got a wig. You got a wig because you got syphilis. You got a wig. 
Alex. We do not wear wigs, but we do love the B-52s. Mom Squad Show out. Hooah!